If you love the blue and white like we do, and you like to stay up to date on what's going on around Ripley High School athletics, make sure you subscribe to this podcast and turn on your notifications. I'm your host, 1993 graduate of Ripley High School, Brian Johnson. I'll be joined each and every week by the longtime public address announcer of Viking Athletics and a 1976 graduate of Ripley High School, Mike Rubin. We hope you enjoy. Now, here's the latest episode of Viking 360. This Viking senior says he doesn't care about stats, he only cares about winning. Here's Brian Johnson's conversation with lineman Quentin Joyner. Welcome back to Viking 360, joined now by Viking senior, uh, four-year contributor now on the football team, Quentin Joyner. Quentin, thanks for being with me. Uh, thank you for having me. Talk about uh, being 2-0. and uh, It's got to be exciting. You guys have, have played outstanding to this point in the year, got a couple of quality wins, and uh you know, here you are sitting 2-0, and man. You're right in the thick of things. I think you come in ranked 12th or 13th uh, uh, in the rankings this week, so a chance to crack top 10. Yeah, that feels pretty good, being 2-0. I mean, we haven't been 2-0, have a starting season and like that, and I don't know how long I haven't checked or anything, but it feels pretty good to be 2-0. Hasn't been that way since the time I've been here, and I just can't wait to see where things go. You're playing all over the field. You're playing at center on the offense. You're playing defensive end on the defensive side of the football. You hardly come off the field. I know it's got to be exhausting, but uh, I'm sure you wouldn't have it any other way. No, not for my senior year especially. I just want to be out there as much as I can and give it my best effort. How have you dealt with all of this unsettling news from one week to the next, whether you know you're playing, you dealt with it all summer, uh, you didn't really get to have any – team events everything was just kind of individual workouts how have you dealt with that man that's a lot to put on the shoulders of a 17 18 year old guy i've just been living every day day by day doing my hardest each day and just hoping that everything stays good and that i get to go out there and play another week does it make you enjoy every day like maybe in the past there were probably some practices that you thought before you got there man, I wish I could just go home. I don't really feel like doing it today. Do you feel different this year approaching just even like a Tuesday practice? Yeah, I feel more grateful for it. I used to dread coming to practice on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, love Thursdays and Friday, but now I just take every day with a grain of salt. You never know what's going to happen. Talk about uh, playing defense, man. Uh, You've been outstanding. Uh, Matthew had an incredible game against uh, against Lincoln County and, and kind of overshadowed the great game you had. Uh, uh, talk about that. I mean, the offenses have to choose. They have you on one side of the, the defensive line. They have Matthew on the other, and then they have another three-year starter behind you in Caden Hall. You guys have been really stout up front in the first two games. Yeah, it doesn't bother me that Matt played good or anything. I'm proud of him. And I wouldn't have it a different way because if he's doing good on his side, I'm doing good on my side, and Caden's right behind me doing just as good, then they ain't going to get nowhere. So I don't I don't care about personal stats or anything. I'm just here for the team. I think that's what's really special about this team. You guys are close. Uh, you pull for one another. And ultimately, the only thing that really matters to you is winning. Yeah. most of The, the majority of our seniors have played 
midget league together, middle school. So we're really close in that way. And we're all friends outside of school and outside of the team. And I think that helps a lot. How cool was it to be able to get senior night in last week? Uh, with all the uncertainty, they went ahead and did that first home game. That had to be a good feeling for you. Yeah, it did give me. It gave me tingles. And then after the game, me and Matt, I hate to say it, but we were balling our eyes out. We thought it was going to be our last one. But we just played as good as we could to the best of our ability, and it paid out. All right, Quinn, thanks for the time, man. Best of luck this week. Thank you. On Friday night, the Vikings improved their record to 2-0 in 2020. With some big plays on offense and a very stout defense, the Vikings found a way to pull out a tough win over the Lincoln County Panthers. Here's a recap of the events of Senior Night at Memorial Stadium. The Vikings have displayed some big play ability this year, and offensive coordinator Ryan Simon reached into his bag of trick plays and pulled out a long run, a double reverse by sophomore speedster Isaiah Casto. He ended up in the end zone from 60 yards out with 11.05 remaining in the first quarter. Shotgun set for the Vikings. Here comes Roush in motion. Double reverse. Casto has it. He has running room. Far sideline, 45, across midfield, foot rate, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown for 5. What a play call and what execution out of the blue and white, Jeff. With the score tied at 7-all, the Vikings would take the lead with 7-24 remaining in the first half. Senior Caden Hall, who rushed for 88 total yards, got the touchdown on this play. Same formation. Stevens hands it off to Hall, dives forward, touchdown Vikings, and the Vikings jump on top 13-7. The Viking defense stepped up in a big way to retain the lead at the half by creating a red zone turnover on a fumble recovery by Colton Pepper with 325 remaining in the first half. Be second down and goal from the six now. Bates pistol again. Smith behind him. Ball's on the turf. Vikings have it. Big time play there by the Vikings. Coming out of there with it is that Austin Litton. That's 24. That is Pepper. After a scoreless third quarter, the Vikings padded their lead with 9.52 remaining in the ballgame when Elijah Miller stepped in front of a Gabe Bates pass and returned it for a Viking touchdown. We're going to run one quickly. Here's Bates rolling far side. Jump pass intercepted. Here comes Miller, far sideline. He's going to take it in. The Vikings are going to jump on top, 20 to 7. The Vikings led it by two touchdowns with half of the fourth quarter remaining when a couple of young Viking defenders stepped up in a big way to spoil the Panthers' hopes of a comeback. First, it was freshman Brady Anderson coming up with a big stop on fourth and one at the Lincoln County 33-yard line. Under center, Bates, I formation behind him. They're going to hand it off, and he's going to be stopped! And that is the big freshman, Brady Anderson. After the Viking offense turned the ball over back to the Panthers, it was the Viking defense coming to the rescue once again. This time, with 2.28 remaining in the ballgame, Joey Ramsey's interception sealed victory number two on the season for the Vikings. Here's a pass. It's going to be intercepted by Ramsey. Back at the Viking 44-yard line as Bates floats it up there. Three Vikings in the area, and Ramsey comes up with his second interception of the season. Lewis County comes to town Friday night to take on the Vikings. 
Mike Rubin had a pregame conversation with the voice of the Minutemen, Jeff Wine of WHAW. We are joined on the podcast by the voice of the Lewis County Minutemen, Jeff Wine. Jeff, thanks for being with us this week. Thank you for contacting me, Mike. Appreciate it. Well, what can you tell us about the uh, the Lewis County Minutemen? I understand that coming off back-to-back playoffs years and and off to a and a rather unusual one-in-one start here in, in 2020. Yeah, they had a couple of good years there. They, they got into the first round of the playoffs, but uh, in double-A, they were ranked number 16 and 15, respectively. They ran into Fairmont Senior Bridgeport. Those games didn't go too well for Lewis County. Even though Lewis County played Bridgeport pretty tough at their place last year, they just weren't able to handle them in the playoffs. But they got there, and that's the, that's the big thing for Lewis County. But uh, this year, yeah, a little surprised with the start. Um, the one-on-one, the forefoot came early this season because Braxton County didn't have enough players. They only had 13 eligible players. And so uh, they handed us the forefoot and came up and scrimmaged us. And I was actually a little shocked about how well Braxton did against us. But then uh, we played Upkins in the uh, 25-14 year final there. And the Tigers, really, they got 13 seniors. And they got some really. They got a really strong backfield, and they run a wing T back there, and the ball is just going every direction. You got to cover the whole field, and and they were able to get ahead of Lewis County and, and put it away. So anyway, that's been our wrap up of our season so far this year. We're talking with Jeff Wine. He is the voice of the Lewis County Minutemen, and Jeff, I understand you have uh, quite an offensive threat in Marshall Hobbs. Yeah, Marshall Hobbs. He's a special talent, and he's been. Uh, I don't know, for the last two years, he's been over 1,000 yards and, and uh, 15 touchdowns or so. Uh, just kind of carries the team, really, offensively has in the past. Now, this year, our senior quarterback we have, we've got a little senior quarterback named Jacob Smith. He's number one in the program there. And um, he's capable of beating you with his feet, too. He's, they run a lot of option with, with Hobbs doing the damage through the center, usually between the tackles. And then Smith gets to the outside. And we got a couple other running backs. They're youngsters, but they're coming along quickly this year. And, and I think as they develop, this season's going to get a lot better for Lewis County. But Zach Woody, he's a, he's a sophomore. He's number two. He'll come around there on the backfield. And you'll see number 15, Drew Caton, who's a true freshman this year. He's out there getting after it all the time. He's got some speed. Once he gets to the outside, he can flat out go. And what could you tell us about the uh, the defense for the Minutemen? What, what, what can we expect? Well, Lewis County plays a little different defense. Um, they go with three down linemen. They got a nose tackle. And even though they don't play big guys down on the, on the line, uh, the guys that they have on the line are, are basically all under 200 pounds. Uh, about six foot 180, 190 is about the average size of our three down linemen up front. They go with speed and quickness. And then the defensive ends are really good. You're going to see Will Coon out there, along with Marshall Hobbs. He plays the other side. And then our linebacking core is pretty strong. We lost one of our starters that was a stellar guy from last year, Isaac Probst. He busted his knee, and he's out. But he'll be back later on in the season. But uh, you're going to see a lot of Jordan Gay out there and Jonah Clem doing a lot of damage out there for Lewis County. Adam Riddle's another kid. We call his name a lot. He stepped in this year and done a fine job for Lewis County defense. Jeff, thank you very much, and uh, we hope you have a safe trip down to Ripley, and we'll see you on Friday. Looking forward to the trip. Thanks a lot.
Mountaintop Media is making it possible for you to watch Viking football this season via their live streaming service. Brian Johnson sits down with one of the people instrumental in making that happen, former Viking Nick Howry. All right, welcome back. Joined now by a uh, Ripley High graduate, uh, one of the founders, uh, co-founders maybe I should say, of Mountaintop Media, Nick Howry. Nick, thanks for being with me, man. Thanks for having me on here. Nick, uh, football player, basketball player at Ripley High School. Obviously, um, you know, you now getting into uh, putting the uh, football games uh, out on streaming service. Talk a little bit about that, uh, what it's like for you to, to uh, be doing that and be a part of uh, Ripley Sports once again. Well, I mean, it's, it's, right now it's, it's extremely exciting. Um, you know, over the last... 15 years, uh, different walks of life have, uh, gave me some experience in, in handling some streaming services and some audio video stuff. And, uh, yeah, it's just, it, it was one of those things where there was an opportunity, uh, to, to try to help the community and help the, the school and the program. And, uh, you know, with the help of a couple of friends here, you know, we was able to pull something together and, and try to offer a service that, that one help promote and, and help kind of evolve the, high school's program you know into more technology and and also you know for parents and grandparents with you know the pandemic that's going on give them an opportunity to still see their their kids and their grandkids and their relatives you know maybe still play sports now tell us who all is involved uh besides yourself i know you and the henry brothers and i think jeff mccoy as well yeah so so as of now you know it's, it's me and ian and john henry and, and jeff mccoy uh we kind of just, you know, had some brainstorms here over the last few weeks of some things that we possibly could, you know, try out and, and make happen. And last week, you know, I think we had a pretty successful first trial at, at producing the football game and, uh, you know, hope to grow on that this year or this, this upcoming week and produce a better program for everybody. You know, you guys sent uh, me a copy of that game and I appreciate that. You know, I thought it was very well done. Um, you know, I watched back through it, and, and with the addition of the audio of uh, C98 and, and uh, just the production, the graphics that you guys had, had put on there, uh, for your first shot at it, Nick, I thought you guys uh, really hit it out of the ballpark. Well, thank you. I, I think we've we've spent the weekend reviewing, you know, all of our, of our uh, attributes into that production. We had a about an hour and a half phone call last night as a little uh, impromptu production meeting going over – things you know we, we we kind of reviewed things that we thought went well and, and some things that we need to work on um and, and i think uh, you know just this week we hope to improve just like just like any any other endeavor you know we try to try, try to review and build upon each week and, and hopefully produce a little you know add add some extra things that are more beneficial for the consumer watching it now talk about uh, just how this thing kind of came about i know uh, with all of the the pandemic and the way things are are going now and you talk about that limited crowds and, and people uh, not being able to attend like uh, usual uh, you guys saw an opportunity and uh, you know i think that's one of the cool things uh, about you know our world is uh, people have all these different backgrounds and i know you have a background in in, in this type of business along with jeff and i i assume the henry brothers do as well uh, but you guys saw an opportunity and, and you've kind of jumped on that and, and just talk about how, how neat that is, especially being able to do it uh, for a, a school that you love and, and a place that you guys all played sports. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's been it's it's you know obviously this this all came about really quick as far as trying to get you know everything a game plan lined out and get everything finalized and 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 done through the school board. You know, Principal Fraser and and, and uh, Superintendent Hess, you know, were great to work through. Uh, they took care of all the the aspects on the SSAC side, and you know they they were super super good to work with that whole experience. Um, dating back, you know. Uh, my experience with, you know, any kind of streaming or whatever, we you know started in the church world, um, you know, just trying to get ahead of the curve of technology of that and, and reaching more people that way. So over the past, you know, seven-ish years, we've been dabbling on how and, and ways to effectively communicate, you know, the message through the church out to more people. And, uh, you know, looking at things that, that Ripley has put on, you know, here the last year, you know, we've gathered some experience between me and Ian and John, especially. Uh, we thought, you know, what can we do with this? Like, surely we can help, you know, the city out. We can help the school out. We can help the, the sports programs out. Like, there's there's obviously something here that we could do to, to help the program, you know, just grow, grow farther. And uh, I think actually watching graduation this past spring was kind of the final kickstart. Um, we watched that and like, man, like, we have the equipment, we have the know-how we could, we could, we could really try to get on board with something like this and, and try to really produce something that, that would be really, really good. And not saying that, you know, capturing it the way that it was done wasn't good. It's just, I think we could make it a lot more of an enjoyable experience. And then, you know, once the football season was kind of in limbo throughout the summer and once they finally gave them the go ahead that they could play, but there's these major restrictions on, you know, who could come and who couldn't come and visit no visiting teams and all this kind of stuff. It's like, man, like this as, as a senior athlete, like this, this wouldn't be how you would want to leave your high school sporting career. I'm sure. Exactly. And, uh, you know, this just seemed like a way, you know, to help engage the community, help, help the families, you know, watch their kids. And because, you know, Friday night football, you know, is, is it's a whole thing. And you come out to, you know, the stands half full and no one in the visitor stands and, and just trying to create an element that helps, you know, just helps allow people to enjoy the game and enjoy the sport and, and watch the kids, you know, grow as athletes. So for the people who are interested, tell us uh, what they can expect uh, as far as uh, uh, content from you guys uh, here uh, in the near future. And then in the, uh, you know, maybe during basketball or some of the other sports, if you guys are getting into that and then also tell them where they can find you. Okay. So, you know, right now we're running, you know, we're running a three camera system. Um, we are trying to, you know, get as stable as a stream as we can with, with the infrastructure that's there at the high school. We hope to add a fourth camera actually this week. Uh, we're continuing to work on, you know, different graphics and trying to, you know, implement like a statewide scoreboard, you know, for all the, the football teams playing throughout the state and just trying to increase that, that viewer experience. Um, you know, we're, we're talking, you know, with, with the school board and, and the high school, you know, about future sports, depending on, you know, what happens with COVID and, and what the restrictions are as far as kids, you know, as far as fans getting into the uh, gymnasium and, and that kind of thing. So I think that, we, you know, we're, that's definitely something we're looking at. Uh, but right now we're just trying to produce uh, the best, the best uh, 
program we can each week with the home football games right now. Uh, yeah, we're spending every down hour that's not with you know family or with church or with our other jobs to, to try to really brainstorm and, and create a better program each week. And once football season is over, you know, we'll, we'll begin to look at what that holds for for basketball or baseball or anything coming up. Um, you can find us on all social media. We're on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It's all at MT Media 304. Or you can, we have a website up. It's www.mtmedia304.com. And there you can find, you know, all the how-tos on how to watch the game. You can You can – sponsor the program you can buy ads you can you know purchase your tickets for the live stream of the games all right there from that website all right nick you're off to a great start best of luck uh, in the future and uh, we look forward to hearing from you real soon all right appreciate it thank you very much ripley boys soccer team will head to the northern panhandle on saturday to square off against the wheeling park patriots the Vikings will take momentum with them as they recently posted a 4-2 victory over the Parkersburg Big Reds. Mike Rubin sat down with Ian Ganey to get his thoughts on why this team is off to such a quick start. Vikings senior Ian Ganey joined us on, joins us on Viking 360. And Ian, it was quite a match with the Parkersburg High School Big Reds. First of all, you managed to score in a uh, believed to be record amount of time. Tell us about a six-second goal against Parkersburg. Well, the goalie was standing, standing way out, top of 18, so I looked at a teammate and said, should we just shoot it? And he shrugged his shoulders, so we went for it. <laughs> it ended up going in. Was it uh, a clear shot or was it a contested goal? Or? For a second, I thought it went over the goal, but then I noticed the whole Parkersburg team put their head down, so I figured out it went in. <laughs> And Ian, any time you beat Parkersburg, that has to be a significant win for you. Oh, yeah, it's great beating them at the beginning of the season because we usually meet them near the end. Okay, and uh, you're uh, one of the three seniors on the, on the Viking squad this year. It's a relatively young team. Uh, and uh, what kind of uh, responsibilities fall on one of the few seniors on this team? Yeah, we got a young team at the moment, so it's good to see some of the guys step up. We just try to push them the best we can. And... They should be good in the years to come, too. Ian, you have a, another big opponent coming up uh, this weekend, a Saturday morning trip up to Wheeling Park. What are your thoughts on, on playing uh, the Patriots up there? It'll be a tough game. It'll be a good game. Uh, we're just going to look and try to possess the ball a lot and try to come out on top. Ian, congratulations on the win on the big, over the Big Reds, and good luck this year. Thank you. Andrew Manley is a senior three-sport athlete at Ripley High. He's a baseball pitcher who also qualified for the state wrestling tournament. And he's hoping to make a return appearance this fall at the state golf tournament. All right, welcome back inside Viking 360. I'm joined now by Viking uh, golfer Andrew Manley. Andrew, thanks for being with me, man. Uh, thanks for having me. Hey, first of all, let's uh, get to your ace. Uh, I've been playing golf for... 20 plus years and never had one of those how did it feel to see uh see that ball go in uh getting the hole in one a couple of weeks ago uh it's pretty crazy we were all in the group just watching it go and we we're like man that's on a good line i think just i mean it just disappeared and we everyone just looked around like that go in and someone yelled it's in so <laughs> well you and uh, davis have uh, made up a pretty tough one-two combo uh, for this viking uh golf team so far tell me tell me how the team's doing 
Uh, the team's looking really well. We're all getting our swings coming together towards the end of the year for regionals coming up. We've got regionals at home this year, so we're looking to be pretty strong. Uh, hoping to go as a team to the state tournament. We're looking good. Me and Davis are swinging the ball, swinging the golf club really well, hitting the ball good. And our threes and fours, they're picking it up, and they're they're getting better and they're improving every day. Now talk about ba- – I know you're a baseball player too, stand out on the, the baseball uh, diamond for the Vikings. Golf and baseball, those, uh, those two kind of seem to go together for whatever reason. I talked to Davis a little bit about it as well. Uh, how do how those two sports kind of intertwine for you and help you? Uh, it's just being able to be on the mound, the pitch, to be able to keep my cool. Golf really teaches me, like, discipline. To, like, it's okay to hit one bad shot. So it keeps my head and it makes me have a really clear mind. To where if I mess up one pitch, I know I got I to gotta keep on throwing. And it just really, really helps me settle in. What's the best part of your game, long game or the short game? Uh, I'd say short game does it for me. You like to see those putts drop. Uh, well, I like to see those putts drop, and I like to spin my 60-degree bag at it. Yeah, the old the old saying is you drive for show and putt for dough, putt and, for dough. and that's yeah. where you're at, right? Man, tell, tell me uh, a little bit about uh, this uh, postseason coming up. What – What's it going to take for you guys to make a run uh, to, to maybe make st- win a state championship on the, on the links for the Vikings? Uh, what it's going to take is, I mean, we're just going to have to come together as a team and realize what we've got to do, and we're going to we're just gonna have to put in the time, the effort. We're putting in the time, and we're just going to have to – things are just going to have to click for us, and I think they're starting to. I mean, we're all looking really good right now, and I really believe truly that we're going we're gonna to be up there and we're going to make a really good run at it. So I know you're focusing on on golf right now, but I know you got to be keeping a little bit of an eye on baseball season after the way things ended last year. I know you'll be excited to put the Viking blue and white pinstripes on and uh, get out there and play some baseball. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait to get out there again and play. All right, Andrew. Thanks for the time, buddy. Uh, We'll check back in with you when you, you guys are hoisting that state championship here in a month or so. Lady Vikings soccer team is 2-2 two and two on the season going into Thursday's home matchup with the Princeton Tigers at Memorial Stadium. We welcome to the podcast the three senior members of the Lady Vikings soccer team and we'd like for them to introduce themselves to you at this time. Hi, I'm Ashley Crago. I've been playing soccer for eight years and my plans for after high school are to attend West Virginia State University and play soccer there and get my degree in nursing. My name is Aubrey Flint. I've been playing soccer for 13 years, and my plans after high school is to go to Marshall University and major in nursing. Hi, I'm Lainey Harper, and I'm 17 years old, and I've been playing soccer for three years, and after high school, I plan to attend West Virginia University, and my major is undecided as of right now. The Spike and Vikings celebrated senior night on Wednesday night, Mike Rubin met with the seniors prior to the match. All right, we're introducing the senior members of the Lady Viking Volleyball team and their plans after graduation from Ripley High. I'm Maddie Fields, and I've played volleyball for seven years, and I plan to attend West Virginia University of Parkersburg for nursing. My name's Emily Jordan. I played volleyball for three years, and I plan to go to WVU for chemical engineering. I'm Olivia Banton. Um, I played volleyball for six years and I plan on going to Kent State Tuscaroras for veterinary sciences. My name is Sierra McDowell. I've been playing volleyball for five years and I plan to go to WVUP for dental assistant. 
My name is Kirsten Heinzman. I plan to go to WVU into education and I've been playing for six years. I'm Kara Winter. I've been playing for six years and I plan to go to a trade school. Remember, for all the news on the blue, go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.